everyone, this is Mind Your Employment, brought to you by YQ Society. This series will be on all podcast streaming platforms and on YouTube. I'm Caitlin. I'm James, and Caitlin, I've got a question for you. Yeah? Is it an inconvenience to take annual leave? It's a very good question. Well, is it? Well, in this episode, we're going to talk about just that. So, what do you think? Is it inconvenient to take annual leave? Oh, it's a, it's a very good question. I think of a 50-50 point of view. Most okay. people go, I want, it's mine, you know, I get paid for it, mm-hmm. or it's in my contract and I'm just going to take it. Mm-hmm. And then the other 50-50 would be like, well, there's the ums, the buts, the maybe, maybe I'll take it later, maybe I'll take it down the other half of the year, and then once mm-hmm. you realise the year is up and you haven't taken it. Mm. But why is that? Why is it inconvenient? Why can't it be a straightforward process where you take your annual leave? Mm-hmm. I've been in places of work where they have specifically said mm. no one is allowed to take annual leave in these periods. Really? Because there mm-hmm. wow. the deadline, big deadline, a sale, whatever it was. Their way of kind of dealing with that was to basically just outright ban people taking time off in key periods of the year. Um, allowed. <laughs> Yeah, 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 no, completely allowed, completely illegal. Oh, is it is Whether contractually? it's morally correct. Is this contractually? Knows, but I don't know. Never saw I want to say it, but, it's just so... Um, it probably was in there somewhere, or, you know, you're entitled to this holiday, but as obviously it's that, normally it's at line manager discretion, business, right? Yeah. It's business needs. Yeah. Famous phrase that we all love Yikes. so much. But no, you weren't allowed to take a holiday in key high, kind of high performance areas of, of the year because of, I guess, staff shortages or um, yeah, yeah. just needing kind of all hands to the pump kind of thing to get to get mm. the thing done. Normally when like there's a big project deadline or you know, if you're in retail, for example, during like sale periods, it's more often than not that people aren't allowed time off you know, within that period. And then the rest of the year, you know, free for all, do what you like, but make sure you have it. But that, is, see, do, you think that, do you think that's better than, this is my question, do you think that's better um, to kind of set that, manage that expectation, set out that kind of approach of when you can and can't, as opposed to fostering a culture of annual leave is an annoyance to the business? Well, see, I prefer it when there's some some regards to transparency so say for instance the employer is like say for instance the peak season of the business regardless what business it is is in these two months please don't take it out in these two months but the rest the other 10 months of the whole year take it you know yeah. la da da i'd prefer that then and this is from my experience and i will tell you it's a, a little anecdote and um that's essentially where i think it's a false positive i think that's what it's called where mm. like People make or nitpick or make a point when you take a holiday. Now, when the business is busy... Oh yeah, of course. And I, I have a story from that. But before I um, go into it, I've known people who go, oh, why are you taking it then? You know? Do you really need to take it then? You know, that puts, that throws you off first and foremost because you're entitled to it. You know, you're entitled to, and this is, I think, on the average, you're entitled to at least 28 days of annual leave yeah. roughly yeah. on a full-time contract and it may or may not include bank holidays mm-hmm. but these holidays can be taken any time of the year now if the employer wasn't transparent about it you know and they've mm. already lined out the expectation that you can't take it out on these certain months but mm. the rest of the year it's a free for all. Take it whenever you need, as mm. and when. Obviously, there may be special circumstances where, within that busy month, you know something happens. You know, you either get sick, yeah. someone passes away, la da da da, or you get pregnant. 
whatever the case is, their special circumstances. And that's yeah. totally understand to like disregard that sort of rule, that, that transparent rule that has been laid down. Mm. Now that's an exception, mm. but when, and it's not just the employer, I want, I want mm. to like actually explain this. It's actually mm. just colleagues, managers, supervisors, someone right. who may be just be above your role, who gives that sort of like false positive. Oh, you can take your holiday whenever, mm. but why are you taking it next week? Why are you taking it in March? From my personal experience, this person, lovely as this person is, and I don't know whether there's a reason behind her like way of coming across or approaching the subject. Mm. And, you know, I have... I think no one has anything against her. However, I find it very demoralizing, but also kind of like off put from taking my annual leave when she's like, oh, I hope you don't take it at the end of, you know, the last week of March. Oh, are you taking like, is anyone taking holidays in the next two weeks? That for first of all, yeah, exactly. Very toxic. Because they want that time off or they just don't want anyone to be off? That's the funny thing is, is not the person doesn't want to take annual leave during that period. Oh, mm. And whether it's to manage expectation or t- to fit the business need, there is no, she is no supervisor specifically. Oh, okay. You know, she's not the HR, you know, she's not, mm. she's not even the, my specifically my supervisor. She has, yeah, she's yeah. a role above me. That's true. Right. But regardless what the situation is, you no one has any business as to when you take your annual leave. Your annual leave is your entitlement for a break, mm-hmm. a rest, and you take it as and when you need. Unless, yeah, you should never, never be made to feel bad about no, taking exactly. a holiday. But, and I know people who are like this person, and unfortunately, mm. I work really close to this person. I've never let it swindle the way I think when it takes the holiday. But I've known mm-hmm. supervisors before who's like questions when I should have my holiday, and you know when yeah. you know why am I taking that holiday? Is it really necessary to take my holiday? Well, first and foremost, set the behavior that you shouldn't be taking that holiday. Yeah, yeah, no, it puts that negative spin on it. Doesn't exactly, it? It makes you um, makes you feel like it's an inconvenience. And again, like again, there might be legitimate reasons why a manager won't approve your holiday if there's mm. a tight deadline if, you know whatever the reason might be but you should never be made to feel like you're doing something wrong for doing something you're entitled to and, and actually something you, you need but you know what you're actually not alone in that caitlin you mm. are not the only person who has been made to feel yeah. that way because um interestingly british airways commissioned a study and a report you know i love my studies and my reports yeah. and they found <laughs> out that out of two thousand people 69 percent never took a two-week holiday wow Mm -hmm. that's shocking and on average one third of those two thousand people lost four days of annual leave a year because obviously they didn't carry them over so they lost their holiday they lost that entitlement because they never took it and i have fallen into that trap myself i have gone for years and never taken more than uh, a week or so off for whatever Mm. reason and it's interesting i wonder if it's because actually you know sure we've got that contract that says we're entitled to 28 days and it may or may not include bank holidays whatever public holidays or any other kind of statutorily given holiday in other parts of the world but we actually pay more attention to the psychological contract Mm. those unwritten rules that we create as employees and employers which we seem to give precedence to over the actual you know contract the the actual thing that we agreed to you know 
And I think this again comes back to culture and institution culture and what we uh, also think, you know, the rules are in our own heads. Like, oh, I definitely couldn't possibly dream of taking two weeks off in, in the middle of summer because, you know, everything would fall apart or something. That's why, again, in, in that same study, 16% of all respondents said they felt guilty for using their entirety of their holiday allowance. 16% wow. felt I'm just going to repeat it because I can't believe it. Yeah. 16% of 2,000 people said that if they used all of their holiday allowance in a year, they felt guilty for doing so. Like, can we just address that? Not that, not the guilty part, because mm. obviously we've, that's alarming bells already. Mm. But the fact that their holiday allowance yeah. is not extra holiday allowance, it's not oh. additional, it's not statutory, it's their own entitlement they've thrown yeah. away because they think yep. they shouldn't be having it. I don't want to dwindle down just on the research because I want to take an, another look at this. So I've narrowed it down, and this is from my point of view, I've narrowed it down to a couple of reasons why anyone thinks it's an inconvenience to take annual leave. Now, please, you know, down below in the comment section, please tell us what your reason is, if you have a reason, whether you've known this sort of behavior or toxicity mm -hmm. in a work company, because it's very interesting for us because I have my reason and I've already given you part of the story for it. Hmm. And I'm sure James had his story as well, but... Yeah, well, I will tell you if any of my reasons match, match the ones you've come up with. Definitely. So first one is peer or employer pressure. Very common. You know, I've just named one. Um, one of my colleagues would, for some reason, have an entitlement or say into whether you should have a holiday in the next few weeks or <laughs> if you do, why? That's mm -hmm. not their business. Yeah. It's not... Anyone's business is your entitlement. FOMO. The old popular FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out, which is so funny, actually, because mm. it's only a human behavior. No animal on earth who've existed <laughs> ever go get no. FOMO. And No, I'm sure your puppy isn't uh, you know, <laughs> tweeting hashtag FOMO um, no. because it's not in the room currently. Work guilt or backhanded mm. comment. Mm. Again, Easily mm -hmm. done. It's a, a, a false positive. Mm -hmm. And the very last one, which is the one that I think troubles most of us, it's like giving a child the idea that they'll get something like a reward, like a chocolate bar or an ice cream <laughs> for doing something. But then saying, no, mm -hmm. no, no, you need to do more before you get it. And it's called, and it's our, our learned friend, our best friend. The business needs. <laughs> ah, the business needs. Rearing its ugly head once again. Exactly. Um, for anyone who missed last week's episode, go back and watch it um, or listen to it. If you're on podcast platforms, we talk quite extensively about this sort of mythical beast, the business mm. need. And it's true, right? Like, what is it? And why do we keep talking about yeah. it? And please, if you haven't already, comment down below. Tell us what is the business need? Because yeah. I'm dying to know. I don't know about you, Caitlin. But oh, yeah. I, yeah, I want to know what it is. But I agree 100% with all of those reasons as to why um, I have been in jobs where I've rarely taken holiday. Mm. Be um, creative definitely. as well. Yeah, be creative with how you define the business needs. Why do we put it on the high horses? Why do we make it such an importance? Mm -hmm. You know, what about 
the human need what about your mm. need your personal mm. need yeah no definitely and i think psychologists have definitely looked into this quite a lot and i think they encounter quite routinely that people actually have we refer to it as thinking errors amongst um, mm. us as employees yeah. where you say to yourself oh no i couldn't possibly take holiday because i'm far too busy and you kind of get into this loop of thinking that everything in the world around you is going to completely fall apart without you right yeah like, oh they they don't they couldn't possibly do the work as good as I will. So if I leave the business for a week um, and go on that holiday, then, mm. you know, everything's going to collapse and it's going to be all my fault. And, um, you know, I'm going to have to put it all back together again when I come back. So I challenge you all really to think about that and ask, is that true? Would it really fall apart without you? Probably not, I would no. say. Um, and I'm not saying that you're not a valuable asset to the company and to your team. I'm sure you are, just like I'm sure we are to our team's um, Respectively, but mm. people can pick up the slack people can yeah. cover it people can handle it when you're not there and actually if you're overwhelmed because you're constantly working and you're not taking breaks to recharge and recuperate you're not really thinking properly about anything anyway and actually you're just a detriment and eventually you will probably just kind of fall over and you know need to get out and that's where i think a lot of people experience burnout and they leave their profession for something else because they're just they've got to that kind of cap if you like they've got to that point where they just can't do anymore so yeah so i've definitely fallen into those traps um you certainly know, no one else is going to get this done as well as i could um and that's not me feeling self-important or that i'm better than anyone else it's just <laughs> um you know that innate um kind of thinking that like yes it's that that kind of perfectionism in you know you want to see this task through that you started through to the end and yeah um you don't think anyone else is going to do it as well as you no, are certainly not you kind of you're going to worry about what you're going to miss out on when you're not there you know what's going to happen what's going to change what's going to develop maybe you have a little bit of guilt about you know leaving everyone in the lurch for a couple of weeks mm. giving them my work that feels really bad I don't want to do that to you know Bob in accounting but actually you've got to do it for yourself because you know you're gonna just keel over if you don't yeah certainly um, someone said to me that if they when they do take holidays they feel very estranged to the fact that they don't have that sort of like constant like you know notification that you have an email coming through or that like you know, your typical morning routine to when you go to work and they mm -hmm. feel so alone so oh wow like they don't have an identity it's a bit like superman <laughs> when he takes off his glasses and he loses his suit to wear his cape and mm -hmm. you know his costume i'm oh, sorry costume but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i find it's really strange but also really interesting that the moment you take work away from your actual personal life mm -hmm. and you start to go you know i have two weeks off what do i do i like mm -hmm. all of a sudden they've forgotten identity they've forgotten mm. what their personal yeah. me is and someone yeah. said that they're so frightened to stop work they're they're looking out for the notification now that's wow. a scary point that's you know. frightening yeah because... um, and that goes back to the kind of thing we were talking about in, mm. in our first episode that actually we we put so much weight on oh, yeah 100%. our job and what we do that it does form quite a substantial part of our identity mm. So yeah, no, that is really frightening. Um, I feel really bad for this person. Okay. <laughs> it's a Pavlov effect, right? It's that whole mm -hmm. idea like you're, and this is self-inflicted, which is well, it's environment infliction and self-infliction, because simply because you put into this environment, you've trained yourself up to notify that whenever you get something, I had an email notification, a Teams notification, or a meeting notification, mm -hmm. you have to jump onto yeah. it. You you have to do the work. You have to uh -huh. solve the issue or respond to that email. 
Mm-hmm. The moment you come out of that environment, you're looking for that Pavlonian effect. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking yeah, for that ding. That. You're looking yeah. for that. I need to respond to an email because it's so greatly important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people feel so out of, it's like an out of body experience that like they've never been that, yeah. through this holiday period before. Yeah. And I don't think that's normal. Because it no, sh- God, no. Should it's be like more. you wake up and you're like, oh, wait, what? Who am I? Where am yeah. I? It's like, you know, that kind of groggy feeling when you wake up. I feel like yeah. you can certainly get that when you take leave, which is a weird concept, right? But, yeah. you know, obviously some people live for it. They, or they can take their holidays, they, they go on them, they enjoy them, they don't think about work in the slightest. Um, but no. they're also probably in environments and cultures where that is fostered. And I think, you know, definitely, like you said, it has this environmental factor to it. Because I've been in places where that fear of falling behind um, and the anxiety Mm. of an increased workload while I'm gone and actually knowing that I'm going to be more stressed with more work, more targets to hit um, and a higher workload when I return than when I leave, that actually the whole idea of resting and recuperating for a week or two weeks seems kind of redundant and therefore what's the point of taking it? And that was the mindset I got into because of that kind of fear that the and reality unfortunately in this place that actually the work kept piling up and piling on even if you weren't there because it was all individually assigned cases and things of that nature Mm. so it just sort of piled up and piled up and piled up so you would still be assigned your full week's assignment even if you weren't there which seemed slightly weird but how it worked um but anyway so there was that kind of constant fear that actually there's no point taking time off to feel rested because Mm. i know on day one that as soon as i'm back in this office I'm going to feel more stressed than when I left because it's just exponentially grown. And hey, even if I have a work phone, perhaps I'll just check that periodically through my holiday. And so it doesn't really feel like a holiday anyway. And I think it comes down to culture. Mm. You know, if you foster a culture of look after yourself as an employee, then people are going to look after themselves as an employee. And they're not going to want to like game the system or do anything like that. You know, they're going to want to just be productive when they're there, take a break not think about it rest and recuperate and then come back to it and carry Mm. on but as soon as you get into that kind of like toxic environment that you were talking about that you've got with someone kind of throwing in that snide remark every so often of oh you're taking that week off Mm. or you know whatever it is that makes you go oh I was going to is that not right should I not do that anymore Mm. like you start doubting that you're allowed to you start forgetting that you're allowed to because again remember we put more weight on the psychological contract not the actual contract and so we forget that we're entitled to and we Mm -hmm. think oh but that senior person says I shouldn't so I probably shouldn't I should probably just you know you know buckle down and, and, and get through this and keep a constant and make sure that no one else is having to like look after my work because I know they're all busy and um, I don't want to miss out on anything that goes on because then I'll feel behind and business might need something whatever that means and you kind of get this spiraling effect and you end up in this kind of routine loop of not taking a regular and consistent holiday and actually just um, you know maybe taking the odd day or here or there and losing a lot of your entitlement create a fear a false fear yeah exactly um you know the point that both me and james made we actually really want to know and this is throwing back to you guys you know comment down below do self-employed people think like this as well Mm, good question because i know uh fortunate for me i know my mother who is a 
complete workaholic but self-employed i i haven't mm. asked this question to her yet but i will put it to her that does she ever get the whole idea of taking a holiday maybe bad because mm. their full control of their like company or business mm. or whatever they do mm. and is fomo a big thing for them because like mm. with if they don't they're not in the environment they may be missing a, tr- a huge chunk of work you know during those two per week of their yeah. annual lead or supposedly their holiday mm-hmm. because now we're readdressing that you know for self-employed people they have a choice you can take a holiday whenever you want it's just a matter mm-hmm. of whether that business that you're running is it running self-sufficiently and therefore mm-hmm. does it need your like general management or look over if it's not and specifically if your business runs by you actually physically doing the work so yeah, i.e., yeah. you know you're either uh, a private physio or you know you're either a detailer or i don't know whatever it could be you know you mm, could be a yeah. creative person a writer yeah. specifically a writer actually because i'm really intrigued mm-hmm. into that Mm. Do you guys feel this same pressure as people who mm. are employed? Mm. You know, do you feel afraid to take your own holidays? Because if you don't put the work in, you're not going to make that money. Where here, mm. employers have, no employees, sorry, have consistent payroll. You know, they yeah. get paid yeah. monthly and yeah. they're still afraid or you know the majority for us are afraid to take holidays, especially in when you're having mm. that whole you know, with its pressure, whether it's guilt, whether it's FOMO, whatever their excuses is, yeah, is that still consistent for self-employed or even just part-time workers as well? It'd be just interesting to have that complete cover of like all perspectives in this regard. Yeah. Mm. And I uh, actually, it's interesting you say about self-employed. I wonder if with a self-employed person, it's actually worse because you have got that. Well, this is mine right this is all i've got if this isn't working then i've got issues in every yeah, other aspect of my life so i've got to keep working i've got to keep pushing got to keep going because if i don't then i've got to deal with those repercussions and so it's probably easier especially if it's something you love like to not even think about it and just keep keep going and yeah. not taking that break mm-hmm. but i wonder how different that is depending on what point along the scale you are right so if you're just starting out as a self-employed person i suspect mm-hmm. and this would be my theory and my hypothesis if you will you are going to be less likely to take holidays because you're gonna want to establish your brand establish your business get yeah. get things going keep it up and running build that customer base doing whatever it is that you happen to be doing and Certainly. so you probably don't take the time off whereas i suspect someone 10 15 20 years in may not need that consistent pressure no i definitely agree yeah especially for a self-employed um person you know i think there's the pressure that you're reliant on yourself you don't have that fallback yeah. with a company who are not even a company an employer who is willing to pay you your wage during mm. annual leave mm. Mm. yeah and so for the person who's more, more established down mm-hmm. that self-employment track probably can do it quite comfortably because they know everything's kind of ticking over um especially maybe they have like employees themselves right um and and so they can they can do that with from a fairly comfortable position a very relaxed position like i know that and i I know someone uh you know springs to mind i'm talking about this who is self-employed yeah owns a business and works at it virtually 24 7 365 days a year maybe takes a week off throughout the year 
if that and yes the business is thriving and they've been doing it for a long time so they kind of buck my my hypothesis theory here that people more established will take more breaks but um i wonder if that's the maybe the adrenaline of success kicking in at that point right so mm. you've, you have that success you continue to have that success and therefore you want to keep going keep pushing keep moving forwards mm. and you feel like stopping to take a break is not giving up that's the wrong word but that's probably too strong a reaction but you're taking your foot off the gas right you're kind of mm. slowing down and i can't imagine many self-employed people ever want to slow down that momentum mm. um, because of that fear of having you know it falling apart but we may be thinking obviously because we're both employed how about if it's the reverse because if they're in high demand they are in control of what you know business action they can make you know mm-hmm. um personally my mother who she knows that you know she knows her peaks in troughs so she takes a peak at her own advantage she makes sure Mm -hmm. that she takes in as much work as she can when it's at peak and when it's trough she'll just rule out a whole month to herself and so even though she works pretty much seven days a week Mm. on her particular business it's really interesting the fact that she understands it enough to know when to rule out time Mm -hmm. for herself and therefore may not suffer what um, employees do you know that whole like warrior not having enough to Mm. cover their you know the FOMO um, Mm -hmm. pressure or the peer pressure or whatever Mm -hmm. it is yeah however I also just think I want to dial back for why we have peer employer pressure FOMO Mm. you know backhanded comment Mm -hmm. and it kind of dwindles down to business needs and I know you know our favorite phrase exactly our best friend business needs we get merch with the business need on it. <laughs> I think but we need that. Why not? <laughs> just with a question mark. Yeah, um, we're gonna hold top business needs. Yeah, yeah. Just... I just want I just basically I want to replace this mug. Um so I just wanted to say the business need and have a question yeah. mark. Yeah. Uh, let us know down in the comments if you want business need merch. Oh, that'd be and, awesome. Uh, we'll get it in store near you. <laughs> Definitely. What is the business need? And I'm not I'm not here to define it, but I just Different. want to address it because I want to know what's triggering all these sort of culture, behavior, the, the cycle of wanting to like not take your annual leave or even like last episode to like, you know, take a break from it or mm-hmm. go home on time. And it's honestly because business need is, it's not, I don't want to treat it as an enemy. You know, I don't want to treat it as it's forsaken. And, you know, if anyone has <laughs> the business needs in their contract, they should be running away from it. Because yeah. naturally, you know, if work is required, work needs to be done. That's yeah, what we course. generally... And let's face it, every single contract has exactly. that and that phrase in it. Please that do not run sense. away from contracts. <laughs> no, no, you, you do need them. Um, yeah. You won't be able to work anywhere ever yeah. um, if, if you don't accept that the business need is a thing that exists. But I no, think exactly. <laughs> certainly trying to understand what that might mean for the company you're in or going into or the industry you're in or going into um, can certainly help you be more kind of forearmed in yeah. dealing with it. Definitely. But what we should consider as whether you're an employer or employee, regardless which Mm. end you're in, we need to place a balance between the pressure and the weight of the business needs. Is it Mm. enough to drive this sort of toxic culture into the heart of this business? Mm. Or is it enough to ensure that weight, enough weight to ensure that work is getting done without Mm without creating this false culture that we need to contend with 
yeah. you know, forcing human needs to be last priority. Mm-hmm. Now, this is obviously very difficult because we're bystanders. We're looking at it from a very different perspective. And, you know, we're just trying to put the question out to you guys as well. You know, where does their heavy importance lie? Because business mm-hmm. is, is an intangible entity. You you know, no employee has a part of it. You know, they're, they're an asset to the company, but they no, have no part to this, what we call business, this empire, this structure that we've play such heavy importance to it's intangible you know the debt there's desk there's office there's computers loaded at our equipment to run that business but it's still an intangible asset now the reason why there's such weight on not going on taking your annual leave or not you know taking a break or not even leaving on time is simply because there's such a high degree of importance into the amount of productivity that is put into it mm. commerce and profit now i'm only narrowing it because it's it's what i see and it's what i am currently in you know we're Mm -hmm. so driven to make another contract another transaction another Mm -hmm. you know money bargain or another like whatever it is and even if you don't understand it you know some people's role to a company may not even attribute to the company's productivity commerce or profit Mm -hmm. there's they're the sort of the backliners rather than the frontliners but Mm -hmm. why have we and i know why but but why i'm i'm putting it to everyone including yourself james why do we have this high degree of not even importance but first priority can't can't it wait you know can't we put then the people who are driving the company you know the people who are mm. like carrying the company on to both of their shoulders mm. you know can't human priority be first mm. Um, I I, I think it can be. Um, I I think in certain businesses and certain organisations, there is now this shift, Mm. this paradigm shift, where actually the employers are realising that by looking after their employees, by promoting um, mental health awareness, by promoting physical well-being, by promoting the importance of social interaction and breaks and holidays and resting and recharging, they're actually seeing um, better retention of staff, less people are leaving less frequently, and they're also seeing higher levels of productivity. So I think there are some silver linings to all of that. But I think a lot of businesses, certainly a lot of, I guess, for-profit or companies, yeah, you know, people who are out there to make money mm-hmm. are just driven by greed. Um, certainly. And all they see is the extra money coming in. And they don't necessarily care about the the human kind of assets no. that they well, that they quote unquote own um in the staff and therefore they feel like they can work them to the bone um frown on them for having time off frown on them for leaving on time frown at them for whatever it is in order to kind of squeeze out as much as they possibly can irrespective of whether it's actually detrimental to productivity, detrimental to work quality, Mm -hmm. and detrimental to personal well-being. So I would say that the business need is a culture, Mm. depending on the business that you're in. Yeah. And your business need is something that you should definitely do your research on before you join any company. Kind of research how they 
treat their staff how they look after their staff you know find review sites online where you can read genuine accounts of people that have worked there because you'll get an idea of what their culture is like and you'll get an idea of what they define business need as you know if you go onto a you know onto a website and you read a hundred reviews of a company that say dear you know just don't ever work here because you'll be worked to the bone you can't take any holiday it's awful they treat you badly they blame you for everything it's toxic um, you know avoid 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 there's got to be an element of truth to that yeah certainly. and so approach with caution um, would be my advice because we can all get suckered into an agreement because you know we see a big paycheck um, oh, yeah. at the end of the month you know mm-hmm. um there's a big nice figure or a job title or some responsibilities that we really want in, in in our careers and in our lives but we actually miss probably the important considerations i would say which yeah. is What's that work-life balance like? How do mm-hmm. they treat their staff? Do they value their staff? Do they value their staff's time? Mm-hmm. And if the answer to those questions are no, or, or badly, negatively, I would argue that actually it doesn't matter how big that salary number is, you're never going to feel satisfied and you are going to yeah. end up burning out. Yeah, Dying back to the silver lining, and, and I definitely agree with James's point, you know, make sure that, and it's not even just people who are starting a new role. Even if you're in, a, you know, you've already started or you're in the middle of the role, has the environment in your company, in your position, in the entity that you're in, has it changed? Has it created mm-hmm. this new behavior that you've been looped in and you're following? culture that everyone else is following have you just joined it because scarily people tend to because it's sort of you're in with your peers and therefore it's okay to be in with their peers and uh, something that has been and it's not recent because i realized a lot of company has been doing this not not every company i will admit that but quite a few companies who are sort of more modern and i would take i take that phrase with precaution because modern can mean any different things for everyone. Mm. But recently, companies have been either not forced, but they've appreciated that people, and when I say people, employees, need work-life balance. And there's now, and definitely explore companies who you're intending to apply to and tend to work with for, definitely mm. read up on their sort of what they do for their staff, their employees. Mm. This is really crucial because it applies to you. But my point was that there's something called ESG and it's environmental social governance or corporate governance. ESG is really important because a lot of companies are now turning to this sort of, you know, idealistic that they should adopt ESG, environmental social governance or corporate governance, depending on how big Um, you are. What is that? So ESG, so it's essentially companies who are taking actual steps, you know, to ensuring that their choices in in their company are sustainable to both environmental and social aspects. That means okay. not just community that surrounds the business or targeted mm-hmm. communities. It means their yeah. staff as well and also environmental yeah. factors. Mm. And it's a new thing. It's very, it's not common a lot of companies are adopting it because they know they appreciate how important their staff and the community that they're serving their products and services to. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying this has a hundred percent, you know, success rate because it is very mm-hmm. new and it's a trial and error um, sector. 
but highly adopted by new modern companies who want to make a change, who wants to make sustainable options for the Mm. environment, for social aspects. Mm. And it's a huge part of corporate governance. You know, Mm. companies are highly or more highly regarded in any sector cross board when they have a practicing um, department for ESG because they're putting things that really do matter to us like environment mm. you know the benefits of having a better environment for just mm. for sustainability's sake you know mm. social aspects you know they're doing more for the community you, you know the profit they're making they're putting back to communities who need it and mm. and community would include employees mm. so that's a really huge benefit to us mm. as an employee no, and I know not many people have heard it because it's a very new recent thing um, no, for I governance haven't. sake, um, but really highly effective if yeah. it's successful because your mm. outbid, whatever company you're in or what company you're serving or whatever the, the type of goods and services that the company provides, mm. you still can have a responsibility and it puts companies mm in accountability for these responsibilities and it's a good definitely a good step in my opinion because Mm. you no longer just serve in a selfish way or for the company's sake you're serving Mm. beyond the factor of like profit Mm. commerce productivity you've got other goals and responsibilities to ensure Mm. that sort of balance and Mm. therefore promotes you know great work-life balance it promotes sustainability and retention rate for staff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it makes the job more satisfying especially for those who feel like the job's just a nine to five just to cover their um their rent and bills and utility bills yeah, and, yeah. you know la di da di da but it changes what the company's outset is what are they trying to achieve are they they're just roughly trying to take up as much materials and producing the all these goods and services mm-hmm. for the benefit of money because if it is mm-hmm. you start to understand what type of company you're w- walking towards yeah um definitely. and i'm not sure if you've heard it james because you just said you haven't what do you no, think of no. it i i hadn't heard that phrase before um although i have seen those sorts of cultures being kind of promoted and talked about um yes i guess i hadn't seen the label so uh, i think it's really important it's so important to promote um well-being i think overall right so for the environment for society for the individual yeah. whether that's in um you know changing how business is done in order to protect the environment whether it's um giving back to to the community kind of at large or whether it's just as simple as promoting the benefits of making sure you take your holiday oh um you know make sure you recharge make sure you avoid sickness make sure you avoid burnout make sure that we as a business are going to avoid high turnover because you know what we're going to care about our staff and we're going to promote that they take their annual leave and and i'm very fortunate i do work in an organization like that they do promote people taking their holiday even during during yeah. this pandemic um for example where it's been very very easy and very very common for people to be like oh so, uh, there's no point taking time off because what am i going to do where am i going to go i'm just you know i'm stuck at home you know we're all in lockdown of course but actually they've been really really good at saying no no no, no. you need a break you need to take your time off because you need to step away from your desk and your work yeah. and you need to go and do something else for you that 
recharges you, that fuels you, that ignites, you know, your hobbies or your passions or your interests or whatever. And you will feel so much better that actually when you come back to work, you're probably going to be more productive. But I don't have that culture currently of, uh, you know, like you do of, um, you know, oh, you're going to take that week. The comments that we get when we book holiday is, have a nice time, what are you up yeah. to? You know, it's a very, very different mindset. So I, thankfully, I'm not currently in a, in a role where I have that fear of taking holiday. Yeah. I have been, I know what it's like. Um, and the juxtaposition between the two, I find myself less stressed, less anxious, less worried, um, and, and certainly less drained from the working day because I know that I can take a break and I have that reassurance that if yeah. I do, you know, the world isn't going to, you know, fall over. And yes, hands, you know, I will admit, I'll probably still check an email or two. I know I shouldn't. It's a hard habit to break, but you know what, there's no expectation that I do that. And I think that's why I don't mind it so much um, because they'll be as surprised as anything, you know, if I was to respond to something while I'm on leave yeah, and certainly. comment with, what are you doing? Like, stop it, <laughs> you know? Um, and so actually like, yeah, all right, fine, fair enough. I'll, um, I'll go now, um, you know, show me the exit. But um, there's no expectation i think um definitely... and i think that when there's that expectation there that's when it becomes demoralizing that's when you get into situations that i've been in before it's, it's like unfortunately you're currently in that finding that taking leave becomes awkward um to do or embarrassing to do or yeah. difficult to do um you just have and trepidation you know yeah, we all just have to rise above it mm-hmm. um, and just take our leave because, you know what, we're entitled to it. I guess it's, it comes down to also like who you work with as well, because mm-hmm. if you have difficult colleagues or difficult su- supervisors, it yeah. makes your time or, you know, makes it's a trepidation for you to want that annual leave, mm-hmm. to be excited, for that sure. build up to an annual leave. Mm-hmm. But I also... And please leave it in the comment down below. Let us know what employers can do to encourage you to take annual leave because mm. it's so necessary for yeah. you to take annual leave. And whether your company is doing anything to contribute that encouragement, because that would really be nice for other people. You know, whether it's like like James says that they're really in, they're really happy for you to actually promote holidays. You know, promote mm. taking annual leaves, yeah. because I know certain places who feel like if you take an annual leave, it's a betrayal against them. You know, you're not loyal, <laughs> and that's just crazy. I know, and I'm lucky I'm not in that position yet, but. If it comes to that, I think even myself, I would have to take that step, put my foot down and be like, well, no, Mm -hmm. I'm entitled to it and I'm not going to argue down Mm. because you so wish to have me working first day of January to the end of the year. It's ridiculous. And and I'm not trying to say that there's anything wrong about, you know, working hard or like, you know, there is a reason why you have annual leave at the end of the day. And that point of taking annual leave is must be taken it's you should rejoice that you have annual leave because that's your downtime and that's your personal time but yeah hopefully there is a legal requirement that you take a certain amount exactly so hopefully everyone's uh, employer is pushing that if nothing else yes um but actually you know you're entitled to the full amount so take it because otherwise you're just going to lose it and effectively what you're saying is no you don't have to pay me for, for for those days 
um no you know no I don't have to take those days I'll just work more which is a crazy thing um, yeah really but there may be times that an employer says sorry you can't have that day off mm. that might be because someone else already has it booked um that might be because it's a really busy period that in itself can be demoralizing and this is where it comes down to I think management style so if you are in that position where you're going to have to say that to someone mm-hmm. don't let that be the end of the conversation no talk about when is quieter what weeks are free yeah allow them to then pick a new date yeah. that suits them and then you know work with them you know if for example christmas um you know you can't have everyone off for christmas if you work in an industry where that's not possible make sure that that distribution is fair uh, and is equitable you know if mm-hmm. someone had it off last year then it's probably not their turn this year and um you know manage those expectations if you have certain mm-hmm. notice periods you need then and then manage those expectations as well as an employee understand that you know you you can't necessarily um you know phone up on the day and say you're having a day off that day that's not how this works exactly. uh, at least not in every business that's not how this works and some no. maybe it does but it's okay if your manager says you can't have that day off as long as they don't say you can't have that day off every single time exactly. um i think that's the distinction we're trying to draw here right it's not mm. yes okay the business will get busy there will be deadlines there will be kind of balance between the team if you will work on the same stuff and it's uh, uh, you know an industry that runs all year round mm-hmm. um that has to be factored into the kind of the diarising yeah. of people's holiday yeah. all of that's absolutely fine but mm-hmm. if you're in a culture where it's negatively frowned upon that you take any time off then that's where you need to assess kind of your own kind of approach to it your own thoughts and feelings as to you know maybe why you're not booking time off um are you uh, afraid of missing out are you feeling guilty that others have to pick up your work are you worried about the heavier workload when you come back um and 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 then just try and uh, i guess assess what you need for your well-being do you need some time off do you need some time away i i suspect the answer is probably yes Mm -hmm. talk to your manager make it happen have a holiday you deserve it yeah definitely um because at the end of the day you can work your 100 percent right you can work 100 percent of the year and think you've done so much but and this is science has proven this if you're brain is working 100%. You know, your progress to learning, your progress to being productive will quickly you know reduce mm-hmm. you need mm-hmm. to have breaks to recruit mm-hmm. you need breaks to actually build the building like the blocks the foundations that you've done mm-hmm. you know prior to your break you know all that mm-hmm. progress all that learning it needs yeah. time to like you know go through and filter and make sure you're building good foundations mm-hmm. and regardless what role you're in you need a break a lot of people including you know when you're at school they promote breaks for a reason you know you have yeah, yeah. weekends now or you know if unless you work on weekends but we have weekends for a reason to have that break and when you don't acknowledge those breaks you acknowledge then your need and Mm. unfortunately people go into that vicious cycle where they work on the weekends then fall back into monday to friday routine to only work back on the weekends Mm -hmm. and i want to put this question out to everyone is that if you're doing that even regardless how much you get paid regardless of what sense of achievement you get do you feel like you can sustain that for more than a year because the answer is always going to be no you know you can't sustain that for long periods of time our human part of us would never be able to keep up you know that Mm -hmm. constant running 
yeah. you know, the constant being overworked, being mm-hmm. extremely tired, you know, mentally and physically stressed. Yeah. Because as a human being, you're we weren't adapt to work a hundred percent. And therefore no. we should carry that mentality into our professional lives. I'm pretty sure that everyone, including the hardest working person on this earth, will definitely agree agree they will need that sort of moment mm. even momentarily a break. Yeah, but we do it in other other aspects of our lives, yeah. right? You know, we will, you know, take a break from exercise for a day just to let our body recover. We'll take a break from a puzzle or from a, a, a video game or from some mm. other activity. If we can't get it, we can't grasp it, and we're getting more and more stressed out because we're not getting it, we're not completing Lovely. it. And so we need to just step away from it, have a breather, and then go back to it, and you probably find a new solution at that point. And work is exactly the same. Yeah. So what do you think? Please do get involved. Join us on uh, all of the social medias. We're there. You'll find us at YQ Society's Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We're really interested to know what your stories are, what your experiences are, either as an employee or an employer. Um, All the links are below. Tell us your stories. Yes. Please join in and, and get involved with us, you know, subscribe, click on the bell, you know, do the whole, you know, follow us on all platforms because we actually want to discuss this point further. We actually want to hear whether you're going through this, whether your company has a different approach, because it'd be really exciting for people to actually adopt um, different approach, you know, to at least see eye to eye with both employer and employee because it's or even if you're self-employed do you have a tactical way of dealing with this as well and ensuring that you take annual leave let us know because it's everything is knowledge and we would love to know what your thoughts and and what your um, experiences are so uh, let us know down below in the comments and we hope to see you soon take care and take a holiday (laughs) see you soon see you soon